0: This is the Flavor of Leadership podcast. I am your host, Clint Hoops. Together, we explore the unique blend of leadership wisdom that helps top leaders consistently achieve work goals, develop personally, and find fulfillment with family. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 25. Last week, we talked about the importance of getting enough sleep so that you can start out your very next day Energized and ready to take on the day. So, after that great night's sleep, and you're ready to take on the day, what do we do first thing in the morning? So, we're going to talk about morning routines. What's the first thing you do after your alarm rings in the morning? I've read that most people hit the snooze button at least once in the morning and start out their day by procrastinating. (laughs) I know I'm guilty of this at times, and and probably all of us are, but are you one of those people that start out your day by hitting the snooze button? Or are you hopping out of bed and, and doing something else? Some people have recommended that the first thing you should do when you wake up is make your bed. There's a famous video on YouTube by Navy Admiral William H. McRaven. I put the link in the show notes so you don't have, to, don't have to write that down or search for it. He says that if you want to start your day out right, you need to make your bed as soon as you get out of it. Make the bed and start the day off winning. I love that. Start the day off accomplishing something right out of the gate. So if that's not already a habit for you, something to consider, make your bed. What other things do you do though? To start your day off right, making your bed is a, is a great one, but, but what else? A number of years ago, not too long after the book was released, I, it was released in 2012, so not too long after that, I was introduced to the book Miracle Morning by a man named Hal Elrod. So Some of you may have heard of this book or, or read it, and it has a lot of wonderful things in it to help establish a great morning routine or morning ritual. I had always been a morning person. And so I considered myself, you know, a morning person, somebody that was effective and, and efficient, you know, when using my time. But I hadn't always been the the most efficient. After I read this book, I thought, man, there is more that I can do. So, you know, there wasn't really anything crazy transformational in the book or totally revolutionary that I hadn't heard. But together, it all just just kind of made sense after i had read the book. If I made a plan for my morning and set clear intention for myself, then it would work out and I could accomplish the goals I had set. And so he actually says, you know, get up early. And he often recommends that you get up at 5 a.m. And so for me, that's what I did. I'd I'd get up at 5 a.m. And he recommends something he calls the SAVERS method. It's an acronym, S-A-V-E-R-S. And the Miracle Morning savers method starts like this. So it's an acronym starts with silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, scribing. So start at the top. He just says silence. You should start out every morning with a little bit of purposeful silence. So, so, you know, that, that could be everything from, from meditation to prayer, to just, just, sitting there and, and in silence and not having something on your phone, not really doing anything. Just kind of be there with your thoughts. Affirmations. Some of you may have done affirmations, helping to become more successful in what you do. Just doing those positive affirmations in your mind. Visualization. Visualizing yourself and mentally rehearsing the things that you want to accomplish, what you want to do. Exercise. Big one, right? We've had podcasts about exercise and the importance of exercise in our life, how it can get us going and help us have healthy, strong bodies. Reading, so many things we can do. You know, they talk about leaders being readers or so many things that we can learn, we can do from reading. And so having a chance to read, scribing, fancy word for just writing things down and giving you a chance to get your, your thoughts on paper maybe record some history, all of those things can be great. Can be a great opportunity, a way to start your day off right by accomplishing some great things, perhaps even some goals that you have. So your plan can look different than what Elrod says in his Miracle Morning book. You can customize it to you. I actually, before the podcast, i I noticed in my drawer, I still have a little note card that I made after the first time I read the book. I had wrote a little note card of kind of my game plan, the things I wanted to do in my morning, in my version of the miracle morning. And I still do a very similar version today. It's modified over time based on the different goals and different things I want to accomplish. And, you know, my list is a little bit different, but it does include exercise, you know, getting ready for the day, scripture reading, because I, I like to read scriptures, journaling, journaling, Playing the piano is another goal that I have, and that's something that I enjoy. I've mentioned on the podcast in the past, and so that's, that's been a goal of mine, to, to practice at least a couple of minutes each day to help keep the habit going, among other goals that I'll have from, from time to time. I wrote down the times that I wanted to do things, and committing to those times were really important to me and really helped me to be able to accomplish my goal. So as soon as I could kind of start in the system, so to speak, as soon as I started doing my... My little morning routine. The rest of it was just a nice little habit. It just it would finish. I would do it all because I'd kind of gotten into that habit, and so just starting it was was one of the hardest things to do. So as soon as I started, it would go. So have I been perfect at it? No, no, I haven't been perfect over the years, but I have been pretty consistent, and I've done it most of the time, and it's becoming a very important part of my life. So, how do you start a good habit? Like is mentioned in the Miracle Morning. It may seem like a pretty extreme plan, right? So, right now you're thinking, holy cow. So, the episode, the last episode, you said you need to get eight hours or so of sleep. So, if I want to get up at 5 a.m., I have to go to bed that early. If you want to hit some of these goals, perhaps, maybe it looks a little different for you. Maybe you can go to bed a little later, but also start a little later. Maybe you have a little more time in your morning before your day starts, but it can be worth it if you have your goals. The best time of your day to reach your goals. Is in the morning. That's when you're freshest. At least I am. So there's another book that I've really enjoyed that was recommended to me multiple times before I finally I finally read it. It's called Atomic Habits. It's by a man by the name of James Clear. And he gives some ideas that that definitely can help with any habit, but specifically with starting a morning ritual, you need to just get started. And so to get started, There's something that James Clear calls habit stacking, and I really enjoyed this part of the book. So, But to understand habit stacking, you need to understand a couple other parts of this book, Atomic Habits. So in the book, he talks about something called a habit loop, and the habit loop consists of four different pieces. The first one is cue, or a trigger is another word for the cue, craving, response, and reward. Cue, Craving, response, reward. So cues, they're the signal or the trigger, like we said, that there is a reward out there for you, right? So it cues your mind, cues you that there's a reward out there. And the cues can be any number of things. And we'll talk about those a little bit more in a minute. Craving is the second one. Craving is the thing that comes as soon as you have the cue It cues the craving, and the craving is your desire for the reward that will come after the cue, right? So there's a trigger that starts something. You have a craving for a reward, and the response this is the actual action or habit, right? This is the actual thing that you're doing that the cue triggered you to do. And then after you accomplish this habit or goal, then you'll have a reward, and that's the satisfaction that you get from either completing it or some other satisfaction that will happen. That's the reward. So cue, craving, response, reward. So cues are the beginning part. So we gotta make sure those are right. And this habit loop is just repeated over and over and over again. So the cue could be something like brushing your teeth. It could be starting your car when you first go to work. Picking up your phone. These are things that you do all of the time. Right? Something that you're doing just almost without even thinking. Or the cue can also be something that happens all of the time. So, the sun rising is something that always happens, or some other thing in life. And that can be your cue or your trigger to do something. So, anytime this particular trigger or cue happens, then it triggers a certain behavior. And after you do the behavior, you get the reward of doing the behavior. So this is the habit loop, and it can be repeated over and over and over again. So habit stacking is just an element one step farther than that. So habit stacking comes when you have a well-defined habit that follows that same cue, craving, response, reward, but then what you do as soon as you go through that with a well-defined habit, you tack on or stack Another habit right below. So, for instance, James Clear, he actually gives some examples. He says, After I take my work shoes off, I will immediately change into my workout clothes. So, you're trying to establish a workout habit when you get home from work. This might be something you could do. You take off your work shoes, and that cue immediately tells you that you need to change into your workout clothes. The next one he said was, After I sit down to dinner, I will say one thing I'm grateful for that happened during the day. So same thing, as soon as he sits down for dinner, that's the trigger. Now he'll say something he's grateful for to help be a more someone that has more gratitude in his life. Cuz that might be the goal that he's trying to accomplish with his new habit. Now, the cues need to be very specific. They can't be vague. If they're vague, then sometimes you won't won't accomplish them. Right? For instance, a cue can't be in the morning. I will do this. Well, the morning is so large, you will forget, right? If you have a great habit of brushing your teeth in the morning, perhaps it can be after I brush my teeth, then I will do fill in the blank. And you can stack your good goals that you're trying to have, new habits you're trying to form to meet these good goals with one of these other habits you already do. I love that thought. There are lots of things that we can do to be able to cue up good new habits. So when I was young, I was kind of funny. I mean, I, I did this when I was, when I was really young. I, I don't know exactly what prompted it or if I just thought about it or if I saw one of, my, one of my siblings do it. But I remember I would often set out my clothes at night because I wasn't one who, who wanted to be late. And I didn't want to forget you know, my clothes, or I didn't want to do things. So what I would do is I would set up my clothes at night, and I would actually put them under my pillow. It was so funny. I don't know why I did that necessarily, but I would, I'd put it under my pillow because I remember that I wanted to be ready to start the day. And that was kind of my little version of, okay, I'm going to set my clothes out, put them under my pillow, and I'd be ready to go. I mean, they'd be nice and wrinkled, but I'd be ready to go. I was already started on the next day, and I didn't have to think about it in the morning. And I still kind of continue some of those habits today, as funny as that may be. Nowadays, what I do is before I go to bed, I actually set out my workout shoes or my mountain bike shoes if I'm going to do a mountain bike ride for exercise so that I already have my first step toward exercising in the morning. So I've done that for quite a long time. It's just one of those things that I I set it out and it just reminds me, It, it gives me that little cue. My alarm goes off, I wake up, I go into the bathroom, I go into my closet, I see the shoes, there, ready to go. I get dressed immediately. I try not to think about it. It doesn't matter that I'm tired or whatever. I try not to think about it. I just get dressed, get my shoes on. Because I know that once I get my shoes on, once I get my workout clothes on, I will complete the workout. I will make it happen. And I'll have succeeded another day. So that's something that, that works for me. And so it's one of that trigger for me, right? It's that, it's that cue that makes that happen. I have some other times in life where I don't want to forget things, so I'll do cues to help remind me to do other things that I want to remember, and I'll I'll often leave something out on the counter in an open place, or I'll leave it out in some other open area where I know I'll see it, and it'll help me remember to do certain goals or certain things that I want to accomplish, and my wife, she's very patient with me. <laughs> These days I I use my phone the last few years more often for reminders on that. So I don't have to set things out quite so much. But those are all examples of things that if it was important enough for me, I would go to the effort to to make a step toward toward that goal and to make sure I accomplished it. So these cues for a trigger, they help me accomplish my goal and they can help you accomplish yours. Just be intentional about the cues and make sure they are very specific. Because when they're very specific you can attach that good habit. So establishing a great morning routine can be as simple as deciding what you want to do, right? Decide what you want your goals. We gave some ideas above in that book, Miracle Morning, which I highly recommend reading it. It really is excellent and gives some great ideas and and really helps you see the reason that you might want to establish a morning routine. In the Sleep Podcast last week, we talked a little bit about you know people that, that say they're morning people or night person, morning person, honestly, so much of that can be learned. And a lot of it's environmental. It's what you grew up with or it's what you've established in your own life or what, you know, if you got married, maybe you are maybe you were a morning person, your wife was someone who liked to stay up and so you changed or she changed and and you kind of establish your new groove for your own life. And so if you want to establish something different, be intentional about what that is. So setting those goals for yourself and deciding what you actually want to accomplish first thing in the morning and get your biggest goals completed early in the morning might be the best thing you could do for your own personal life. Why else might it be helpful? I mean, it can be helpful in a lot of ways. When you're accomplishing your goals and you're excited about that and you've been able to make those things happen, it can help you be the best version of you for your family. It can also help you be the best leader possible for those you lead at work and those who are counting on you. When you've already gotten up in the morning, gotten things done, you're going to it's going to help set the stage and the tone for the rest of your day at work. And I can promise you it's worth it. I've been able to do the same thing in my life and it's worth it. When I get out of my my normal morning routine, man, I just don't feel quite right. I feel like I'm not accomplishing the things that I want to accomplish. And and it just feels like I'm dragging. But as soon as I get back into that routine and I accomplish those goals that I had committed to, it just seems to flow. Things just flow again. So commit to improving your life in this area in some way. doesn't mean you have to commit to that whole couple of hours in the morning. It can be short. You could commit to just 10 minutes of doing something different in the morning that you want to accomplish, whatever it is. So choose what it is you want to accomplish in the morning. Make sure you get up early enough to accomplish it and see how you feel. Commit to a week. Commit to one week and see how you feel. Just be intentional to your routine. Write it down, whether it's long or short, write it down, commit to it for one week and then see how you feel accomplishing those things first thing in the morning don't overcomplicate it it really doesn't need to be complicated start with something that's that's simple and make the cue and the trigger simple as well but make sure there is a cue and a trigger make sure there's something that will help you so when your alarm goes off in the morning you wake up you go and maybe you brush your teeth and after you brush your teeth you know at that point you're going to go and do whatever your goal is You choose what the cue is or what the trigger is going to be and then choose the action right after and commit to do that for one week. See if you can start your day off a little bit better. Your employees, your family, and your future self, honestly, will be grateful that you did. You got this. Go kill it. Until next week. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Flavor of Leadership podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at flavorofleadership.com. Thanks for listening.